Welcome to Love from the Hip presents the Conscious Coaching Hour. I am intuitive medium, spiritual coach, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I am also the host of Love from the Hip. And I'm forgiveness coach, author, and your host, Brenda Reese. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. There is great power in the number three. It is not only the number our brains remember most, but it is also the triad as it continues a, it contains a beginning, a middle, and an end. It represents wholeness, and what better way to absorb information than from the power of three coaches? We created this show a year ago. It's amazing. I know. (laughs) And we created this show with the intention of assisting you in awakening your intuition and inner coach and to help you live your best life. This is where we have real conversations and share our own personal experiences along the way. At the close of the show, we'll also offer up our own personal coaching techniques related to the topic as well. Now, today's topic is gratitude. Gratitude, from the Latin word gratis, meaning pleasing and thankful, is a positive emotion felt after being the recipient of some sort of gift, whether tangible or intangible. Gratitude helps us to acknowledge the good in our lives, encourages us to appreciate others, and allows us to connect with something larger than ourselves. Gratitude, however, is more than an emotional response. It is a choice we make. We can either choose to be grateful or ungrateful. And more and more researchers are shedding light on how choosing to be grateful actually rewires our brains and in turn benefits our overall health. This positive emotion serves a biological purpose and its effects are long lasting. So what exactly is happening biologically when we experience gratitude? Well, according to neuroscientists, our brain releases dopamine and serotonin. These are two crucial neurotransmitters responsible for our emotions, and they make us feel good. Our mood is immediately enhanced, and we feel happy from the inside. A study conducted at University of California in L.A. measured brain activity using magnetic resonance imaging, while subjects were induced to feel grateful by receiving gifts. The areas of the brain showing increased activity were the anterior cingulate cortex and medial prefrontal cortex, the parts of the brain associated with moral and social cognition, reward, empathy, and value judgment. This led to the conclusion that the emotion of gratitude supports a positive and supportive attitude toward others, and a feeling of relief from stressors. Not to mention, gratitude activates the hypothalamus, which is located at the base of the brain and regulates hormones responsible for key body functions like appetite, sleep, and body temperature regulation. Other studies on gratitude have shown its positive effect on the heart, lowering blood pressure, decreasing stress and anxiety, reducing inflammation, and improving sleep. Of course, to truly experience the physical effects of gratitude, one must do more than simply say thank you, but instead really mean it. And researchers say making gratitude a practice or habit is the best way to ensure you are really feeling it. The practice of gratitude not only allows you to have compassion for others, but also promotes feelings of self-worth and self-love, in turn allowing you to attain greater happiness. So stay tuned for this episode of the Conscious Coaching Hour. We'll be discussing gratitude and share how you can take charge of your thoughts, feelings, and actions for a more empowered life. And remember, if you'd like coaching advice on any issue, 
Feel free to message us on Facebook at Love from the Hip, that's H-Y-P, or call 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. The passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging, but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space, compassion, and especially someone who works across the veil. Allow Sakura Sutter, multidimensional channeler and intuitive medium, to be your spiritual guide with the other side. No matter if you choose to communicate with your transitioned loved ones to help you with the grieving process, or connect with spiritual, galactic, and other light beings to explore and dive in more on your spiritual path, Sakura can assist you. Not only does Sakura channel insightful messages, but she also incorporates her metaphysical tools to help you move through blocks and unprocessed emotions and feelings, providing you with a closure, relief, and new mindset to move forward. So don't hesitate to take your first step towards healing so you can start living your life once again. Remote sessions available. Contact Sakura at sakurasutter.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A-S-U-T-T-E-R. Taking care of your body's largest organ can be difficult, but not for Astera Skincare Mist. This topical skin spray supports your skin's own natural healing defenses. Astera Skincare Mist is a light misting spray, free of parabens, alcohol, toxins, and fragrance. This all-natural topical skin spray will take the woe out of your skincare worries without clogging your pores. Irritation, inflammation, redness, post-procedure sensitivities, no problem. With Astera Skincare Mist, you can continue about your day without the skin dismay. Acne, rosacea, psoriasis, sunburns, rashes, and fungus? Don't let these skin concerns inconvenience you. Instead, let Astera Skincare Mist allow you to be happy in the skin you're in. Available at Sakura Skin and Mind. Learn more at AsteraCare.com. That's E-S-T-H-E-R-A Care.com. A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-E-I-C-H.com. Welcome back to Love from the Hip presents the Conscious Coaching Hour. I am intuitive medium, spiritual coach, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I am also the host of Love from the Hip. And I'm forgiveness coach, author, and your host, Brenda Reese. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Roy Reich. On today's show, we're discussing gratitude. If you have a question or need advice on anything or simply want to share your experience, you can message us directly on our Facebook page, Love from the Hip, that's H-Y-P, or call one 888 298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. So Brenda, after hearing the intro that I did there, what, how would you define gratitude? Well, I want all of those benefits, right? <laughs> I mean, Tell that's me what I know. <laughs> I love that. And hearing that is really important because for me, 
you know, gratitude has been a, a way of being. Mm. I've learned, right? Because I used to just like, you're supposed to be grateful. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. And as I've learned in my years <laughs> of experience, yeah. that learning that being grateful is more than that. When I feel the gratitude, like you discussed in that, when I feel it, it changes things. Mm-hmm. You know, it really has me, when I stop, and, and when I narrow it down to, when I only narrow it down to five or less things and just really focus on that, that helps me calm down. It helps give me those benefits, right? you know, of sleeping better and, and feeling better within my body. And, okay, for those of us that really like those dopamine hits, <laughs> let's do more gratitude, right? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, gratitude for me is a way of being. It's like a, it's a, it's that feeling, and it's not just expressing, oh, thank you for the flowers. It's like really feeling it. Mm-hmm. You know, does that make sense? Yeah, and I think it's also changing your focus from the focusing on the things you don't have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your lack. And the things that you want. Or your problems. Yes. And actually just being grateful for the life that you currently have. Yeah, and I think also to add to what you were saying, Brenda, to in order to feel, it's a change of mindset. Yeah. Right? That's where it has to start. Yes. Which is really, really hard. Well, it can be, especially when you're living a life where it seems like there's problem after problem after problem. Mm-hmm. You know, or you're stuck in dysfunction or abuse or that kind of thing. It's really hard to look to change that mindset and to look at it. Cause I had that, you know, when I was going through my last divorce, that's what got me through was being grateful, even through gritted teeth. Right. You know what? I, it, it was like, it's like, dang it. Okay. I'm grateful for what I'm learning, whatever that is, you yeah. know? Yeah. And I was going to ask you what experience, you know, allowed you to bring gratitude into that's, your life. That's when I first really understood about being grateful because somebody shared that with me, you know, as I was going through, you know, I was in AA at the time and, and said, why am I even sober? Right. That emotional pain mm-hmm. of going through that divorce of, of realizing this is done and, and I didn't want it to be done. And so really being grateful for what I had learned and who I had become and then who I was becoming was where I had to go was to really be grateful. And I started with just the simple things, too, of I'm grateful for this apartment. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a place to stay. I'm not homeless. Mm-hmm. You know, just really simple. I'm grateful that I have a job, yeah. you know, that I can support. I'm grateful. It's not the life that I want, but I, I learned, because I was listening to Louise Hay at that time, too, which was really... Super helpful. So helpful, <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, and it's like, okay, honey, be grateful for the bed. Be grateful for the pillow. Be grateful. Right. And I was like, oh, okay, I could do that because I wasn't ready to be grateful for him and my experiences yet, but I started slowly. How about you guys? You want to go first? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish I was grateful during my divorce, <laughs> but I wasn't, but I am now. Um, so, yeah, I brought it in when I got really sick. Honestly, um, not when I was in the thick of it. I wasn't so grateful for not being able to sleep, you know, without Mm -hmm. ice packs or take bleach baths and all of that. It was more so when I came through to the other side. Mm -hmm. And that's when I also then established a practice of gratitude as well. Um, And I started it while I was beginning to heal. So I would use the mirror to see my wounds and see them healing. And I would 
thank myself and my body for everything that it's been through. Um, but yeah, and even that, right, once you're healed, it's not over. Your work's not done. Mm-mm. And so gratitude also needs to extend afterwards. It's a form of self-care, yeah. right? It's to remember, as Anita Merjani says, remember mm-hmm. the mission, remember where you came from, mm-hmm. but also to keep you from going back there again, right? Because nobody wants to go through the sickness all over again. No. Or that emotional pain. Right. You know? What about for you, Rory? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think I, I don't use gratitude as a, as a daily practice. Okay. For me, it's more of a philosophy, mm-hmm. right? And so I think there's, you know, the thing that I struggle with is that we all have this desire to create a better life, whatever the definition of that means, right? Even if you have a great life, doesn't mean that you don't want to achieve more, right? Mm-hmm. But then there's that balance of wanting to achieve more, wanting to grow and change, but then also being very happy and grateful for exactly where you are in this moment. Yeah. And that's really how I use gratitude is to take a step back and say, you know, I have everything I need in my life and more. Right. right? And, and, and in most aspects, my life is great. Mm-hmm. But, but I still have that inner drive to want to achieve and grow and challenge myself. And so I try to use it when I'm in that feeling maybe of frustration of this thing hasn't manifested in my life yet. Yeah. And I really want this thing to happen. And why has it not happened? And then I have to take a step back and say, one, I trust that it will happen in time. Mm-hmm. And to be very grateful for all the things that I have now and that I've had throughout my life. And so it's not a daily practice, but it's a, as I said, it's a, it's a methodology or a way of living my life that I try to implore as often as I can. I like that because I was reading the other day that if you're not happy with what you have, how can the universe deliver you more? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what you were just saying. It's like if, I, if I'm not grateful for really, really, truly grateful for where I'm at, what I have, even if it's not exactly what I want, um, manifestation-wise, I can't manifest more of what I want right? because I'm not happy with what I have. Well, so I'm going to get more of that. And it goes in line with what you were saying, Rory, about being in lack, right? So the more in lack you are, the more that the universe will keep you in lack. I truly <laughs> believe that because that was experience I had throughout my life, right? When I would, when it's like chaos. Yeah. I kept creating chaos. When I looked back in it, I just thought, oh, this is my life. This is how it is, right? Just one problem after the other. But it's something you grew up knowing, Yes, right? exactly, because that's what I lived in. And it took a while for me to realize, wait, I have a responsibility here and I have a choice. Oh, oh, I want to do it different, right? I, 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 that awareness took place. Oh, wait, I can do something about this? You can make a choice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you have to ask yourself, if you're not happy with your life now, why do you believe you're going to be happy with your life in the future? Mm. Are you going to get to that future state where you have everything you want and then you're going to be totally satisfied and happy? The truth is no. Like human <laughs> beings are never satisfied with yeah. what they have. right? Okay. And so I think the real work is to try to be satisfied with the now, even when it's challenging. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and part of it, as you mentioned, is looking at the situation differently. Mm-hmm. How is this challenge serving me? Even the littlest thing, and then that's what I really, because that's what I had to grasp, like you too, even the littlest thing. 
is like, ooh, I feel a little bit better today. Right. This is great, you know, because going through my surgeries and the different things I've gone through, it's like, oh, wait, I have less pain today. And that creates more of that awareness. Oh, good. Then I'm not sucked into it. I can kind of reach a little bit outside of it. And you're not in that state of fight or flight, right? Yeah, that thing. But you can't (laughs) help but notice when you subscribe to gratitude, the physical overall, you know, better health that you're in and the things that change. And then also the opportunities that come into your life once you're in that frequency, right? Yeah, because when I started to do that, adopt that, more philosophy and then take the action on it. You know, I wasn't good at it at first. I'd forget. And, you know, it's, it's like anything you're learning. Right. But then things did start showing up differently in my life. Mm-hmm. People came in to my life that helped me along the path of my healing that I, that I wanted to do. It's like, okay, I noticed there's something here. I don't want to do that anymore, but how do I be different? Right. And so the gratitude helped me, brought in, it made space for, I guess I'm going to say, more of those opportunities so I could then make those steps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it puts, a, it puts a lens over your entire experience in life where you're going through something and you can choose to look at it from, let's say, a victim mentality. And yeah. why is this happening to me? And imagine the chemicals and energy and the feeling that you're going to have every day with that mindset versus, okay, I may not understand exactly why this is happening, right. but there is some benefit for me and I, it's an opportunity for me to learn and grow. And I'm going to come out the other side. I don't know how. <laughs> yes. I don't yeah. know how, but yeah. I don't need to know how yet. I need to know. Yeah. Right. And so that changes the experience completely, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's hard to be grateful when you're in the thick of it or when you're going through that breakup or that divorce. It's hard to see well, why you yeah. should be grateful for and this. And not beat yourself up over not being grateful. Yeah. Right? Because... Just having the awareness of, okay, I want to get to gratitude. I want to get to be grateful, even though it sucks right now, you know, is okay to be too. I mean, because that's part of our process. But but if we can even think about that, then we're on our way. Mm -hmm. It's when we're not even aware that we can be grateful. Right. (laughs) That's when we're really stuck. And like you said, find the little things to be grateful for during the process. Yeah, right. Just little, because it's sometimes it's just moment by moment, yeah. not even one day at a time, you know. And as you were saying, Rory, I think gratitude lends to forgiveness, which takes us away from that victimhood. Yes. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I'm all for that. <laughs> <laughs> there is a great uh, quote by Rumi that I wanted to share with you guys. It was I'm not sure if you've heard it. Um, But it was where it's wear gratitude like a cloak and it will feed every corner of your life. (gasps) I mean, because really, right, when you adopt and cultivate a practice of gratitude, all aspects of your life will shift and change for the better. It will. Yeah, It almost makes me think of the word faith as well. Right. Like it's a it's an it's the way that you perceive life and what's happening to you in life Mm. and being thankful for all parts of it, even the challenging parts of it. I I was just in a class today about mindfulness and that concept of really appreciating these challenging times in our life Mm -hmm. because those are the only times that we really grow. Yeah. When you think about all the times that you've grown the most, learned the most, whether it's even taking a course, right? Like Mm -hmm. going to school is challenging. 
Yes. You're challenging yourself every day to go to school, to learn something new, to become something. Without that challenge, we don't grow. And so life is going to bring challenge after challenge, but it's the, it's the way that you look at it that makes all the difference. I would agree with that. Well, I do, and I like that you brought up the faith as, and ex- described it the way that you did because it's like I don't think people would put that together. You know? Yeah. But I think of the, when I think of faith, I don't use that word for myself. Right. But I know people that do, and I know their, their philosophy and outlook on life. It's a very much how they apply it, mm-hmm. right? That it's an overarching belief in something greater, mm-hmm. that things are, that they're taken care of, that yeah. things have meaning and purpose. Mm-hmm. And it does really shift the, the way that they look at their entire life and all the events in their life. So yeah. It's a powerful word, and so is gratitude. I like it. And so how have you brought gratitude into other areas of your life, would you say? Or how has it affected other areas of your life? I don't think I'd be here today without it. Yeah. Really. It, in living the life that I live today, I really don't think so. Because if I w- looked back, which I do, like through my own, doing my own work, when I look back at my timeline, the trajectory of where I was headed with the codependence and, you know, with, even though I was sober, I was just emotionally in pain. It just where I was at when I started the practice was just so painful. And, and so if I would have kept on that trajectory, I don't think I would have made it seriously. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because of the depth that I went to with the depression and the anxiety and, and the body, my body was breaking down seriously. So it was like, okay, so how, it affects me today is like learning that gratitude and then seeing the results, right? Right. And the baby steps, seeing the results gives me that little hit, right? The feel good hormone stuff. And it's like, Oh, I want more of that. And so it, that's what kept me going through the challenging times. Cause going through, as you guys know, going through the divorce, going through learning, going through different things that we go through in life that throws us our, our growth opportunities, you know, it has helped me, create a foundation from where today I jump off of. So I start my morning in gratitude Mm -hmm. before I even really open. As I wake up, I have taught myself, right? The habit of, okay, thank you for this bed. I mean, seriously, thank you for the bed. Thank you for the day. (laughs) I know. Thank you for the day, whatever it brings. Help me be of service today. You know, and, and it's really like it's a prayer in a way, but it's also, but it's talking to inside of me because I believe in my higher self. I believe that we all have the energy and power within us. And so, you know, and some people use that as prayer, as praying outside of themselves. But it's like, for me, that's what I do is I, I created that practice, which helps me in every area. And I, I kind of prepave my day mm-hmm. that way because if I like start my day with, crap you know i'm gonna get oh crap right how about you guys i make it more of an evening ritual Mm. for myself but yeah and i would guess i would say it's similar to prayer in that way but for me i guess the difference would be that it helps me to be aware of something just equally as great outside Mm. as there is inside Inside. right and that's what got me sick in the first place was not (laughs) having that self-worth right so i do believe that gratitude really lends to self-worth and self-love as well but I wish I would have experienced it during my divorce 
I mean, I, I just can only imagine that things would have been so much easier, you know. But then again, like you were saying, Rory, it's you don't you don't see the lessons at the time yeah. and you see them afterwards. So, yeah, because I don't think we're sometimes we're not meant to see them yet. Yeah, we're not ready. Mm-mm. Right. Yeah. Can't even understand them. So, yeah, I mean, for me, it was definitely when I was going through my divorce and my health issues. Yeah. But it. You know, realizing that my mind state back then was very much, like I said, about victimhood. Why is my relationship not good? It's not my fault. Of course, it's the other person's fault, of right? Of course. Or why am I, why, why, <laughs> wow. am I, why am I going through these health issues, right? And I, over those, you know, those months and years, I really learned to change the way that I looked at the situation and to say this is happening for me. Yes. Right. This is an opportunity for me to change because if my life was so great before, then it wouldn't have fallen apart. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Well, so, you needed something. Yeah. You know, to yeah. shift. Yeah. I needed to change in some way, shape, or form, and so that opportunity gave me all the fuel I needed, and to change my mindset from victimhood to being grateful for the experience, like you said, was the only thing that I can't imagine getting through it if I didn't have that. I don't know who I'd be if I didn't have that. Yeah, and I think gratitude softens the two by four. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because don't you feel like these big challenges are like two by fours, it's right? We easier. get hit. It's I think it Definitely. helps us. I think it kind of helps us wake up a little sooner. Yeah, you know, and softens the blow. I would agree with that. How do you guys practice gratitude with your children? I say the same thing. You know, the, the, so it's not a daily practice for me right now. I would love to get it to to something like mm-hmm. that, right? But I just I think it's it's the the way that we look at our lives. So I try to tell my daughter the same thing, right? When she wants something or she says, "Oh, I don't have this and I need this." I just try to remind her how fortunate we are mm-hmm. of all the things that we do have. And then also like how unrealistic we are to live in a society or even an area yeah where there's a lot of affluence. Mm-hmm. And we see that and we want more of that. And again, I I, th- I don't think we're ever going to be satisfied by that right so i just try to remind her like those things aren't important it's it's family it's health having a place to sleep it's having food on our table like we have so much to be grateful for and so she's 10 not sure if it's really hitting home (laughs) but i'm gonna gonna keep saying it for a long time you're planting the seeds and and i with the grandkids i get to watch my kids you know do that with their kids like every night they do what are you grateful for today oh what was one good thing that happened yeah. today what are you grateful for and they do that and i think that instills that and then they also practice let's give to some other child right Let, let's oh, help another child and so they they practice that and i i'm hoping that it was me that helped them learn how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so my challenge is my ex-husband loves to live in victimhood mm. and so then that you know, carries over onto my child. Um, so that's my challenge is she feels like a victim in every circumstance, in every situation. And I always have to remind her that she's a co-creator and a creator. Yeah. <laughs> and she has the power and she also has a choice, yeah. right? If she doesn't like an outcome, then she can choose to change that. So, but yeah, if you have any tips on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just repetition, you know? I think it is just repetition, like what, what Rory was saying, is like just keep reminding them because one day it'll sink in. She's not ready yet. Right. You know, but one day it will. You just keep saying the same thing over and over again. And one day she's going to, guess what, Mom? <laughs> I think this. And you're going, well, gee, yeah. many Christmas. She'll have the right life lesson come along to learn. Yes, that. she yeah. will. 
There we go. All yes. right, well, we're going to have to take a quick break. But don't forget, if you have a question about gratitude, you can message us directly on our Facebook page, Love from the Hip. That's H-Y-P. Or call one 298 kknw or 425-373-5527. The veil is a line between physical and non-physical realities, between spirit and matter. Listen in to Go Beyond the Veil every second Wednesday of each month from 2 to 3 p.m. In this jam-packed radio hour, hosts Sakura Sutter and Rory Reich interview folks who make a living crossing the veil and assisting others on their journey of healing and self-discovery. They will ask the hard questions to not only reveal more truths and clarity, but also to make spiritual sense. They hope by offering this resource where science meets spirituality that you too can finally put your skepticism to rest once and for all. So join them as they go beyond the veil. Peach fuzz is great if it's on a peach. Let Sakura Skin and Mind remove unsightly hair with dermaplaning. Although its primary purpose is to remove layers of dead skin, it's just one of the added benefits leaving your skin baby smooth, safe, effective, fast and affordable. What a concept! Sakura Skin and Mind wants you to look your very best and dermaplaning is just one tool in their chest. Find out about dermaplaning at sakuraskinandmind.com S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com We bring out the healthy skin and healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. I want to take a minute and invite you on over to the Love Shack. It's a little old place where we get to get together, explore fresh perspectives, eavesdrop on juicy conversations, and uncover the mysteries that nobody talks about, but absolutely influences our relationships. And we're Tom and Stacey Bartley. We are the hosts of Love Shack Live, which airs every Thursday at 1 p.m. PST, 1150 KKNWAM. Yeah, come on over and join us. We look forward to connecting with you soon. Your skin is your body's largest organ. Care for it properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers several clinical facial treatments to help stimulate collagen production, eliminate toxins, boost circulation, and deeply cleanse. See a new you in your mirror. Clinical facials range from $90 and up. Do your face a favor. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more, sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A SkinAndMind.com Welcome back to Love from the Hip presents the Conscious Coaching Hour. I am intuitive medium, spiritual coach, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I am also the host of Love from the Hip. And I'm forgiveness coach, author, and your host, Brenda Reese. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Roy Reich. On today's show, we're discussing gratitude. If you have a question or need some advice, message us on Facebook at Love from the Hip. That's H-Y-P. Or call 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. All right. Well, let's go to our messages we have for today. Eric? Yes. Lena from Toronto says, what is a simple way to start bringing gratitude into my daily life? It's a good question because there's so many things you could do and there's no wrong way of doing it. Not, mm -mm, Not at all. And I like the simple piece. Right. Like for me, that making it simple was really important. And that was just be grateful for that little thing. You know, even, not even starting at like a morning or evening practice, just like throughout the day, just saying, I'm grateful that I have shoes. Mm. (laughs) I'm grateful that I have food. 
I am grateful that I have a job to go to, mm-hmm. right? Depending upon the circumstances, right? Because just that is hard enough. I would agree. Yeah, I mean, it, something you said earlier reminded me, I used to have a, a daily practice with my daughter. So we used to do that at night, and that was great. So I think you can obviously do something like that where you just set aside some time, try to remind yourself mm-hmm. if you can, just to write down what you're grateful for at the end of the day. I think it's also trying to stop yourself when you're in that negative train of thought, worrying about things, to, to pause, and then to, to shift to, to gratitude. Reset. Yeah, because we always have choice about mm-hmm. what we choose to focus on. A lot of times we're just unconscious of it, right? We're just thinking about something. We're getting upset about it. We're just going down this rabbit hole. But we could stop. We could say, do I want to think about this? Is this good for me? Yeah, we're adults. (laughs) We can do what we (laughs) want now. Is there any benefit? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But it's hard, I think, though, Rory, to get to that place when you're in that victim. Yeah? Well, yeah, and that's that's what I mean. But it's recognizing, oh, gosh. Yeah. I don't want to think about this. This is stressing me out. But And to go with what you, you said, Brenda, I think it... At first, the practice may feel like you're forcing it, mm-hmm. and that's okay, but force it. And I think with what you were saying, Rory, is to write it down, write down. So I, I would recommend journaling your day. Pick something, like as Brenda was saying, mm-hmm. something that you're grateful for. And then I would also recommend appreciating others. So take the time during your day to just give a shout out to somebody that you really care about or something that they did for you or recognize someone else. You know, Appreciate the good in other people. Um, And then look for the good. This is something I always tell my clients to Mm -hmm. do, especially now, which is really hard. Look for the good. There there are good things happening. There are good people and there are good experiences. Look for the good because the more that you look for the good, the more it will come in for you. And lastly, I would say mirror therapy, which is what Mm -hmm. helped me. Mirror therapy with yourself and express gratitude for yourself and things that you appreciate about yourself. And that can change daily. So. Well, it can. When I was going through my sobriety, which was hard, right? That was one of the exercises. That's when I first learned about the mirror work or the yeah. mirror therapy was she said, okay, you look in the mirror, look in your eyes. Because I wouldn't even do that. Right. Because right, there was so ashamed. much shame. Yeah. And it was like, I want you to look in your eyes and I want you to say something nice about yourself. I don't care if it's, I, I have great hair. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Just one simple thing like that when, when, you know, when you're so full of shame. It's so hard. I mean, even my clients who are in hypnosis mm. and I give them a mirror in the therapy oh. where it's not even a physical mirror and they still can't come up with anything good to say about themselves. Yeah. When you're stuck in that frequency, as you were saying, Rory, when you're stuck in there, it's really hard. Yeah. To change that. Because it reminds me of what we focus on, we get more of. Right. So like, Rory, when you're saying we have a choice and we can switch that, and then you do that, it was like, okay, let me find something good. Just one thing. Mm-hmm. You know, because I would text somebody. When I was in the midst of that, going through that painful time, I would text someone, just, hey, I hope you're having a good day. And you're right, because that helped me feel better. It got me out of my own head. Yeah. You know? So what, whether you're giving or receiving, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I think it's, it's breaking yourself out of being in your head. Mm-hmm. And maybe you're at the grocery store and you just say something nice to the checker. Like, have you ever right? done that? Like, yeah. Have you ever, oh, yeah. ever seen how you can <laughs> light somebody up or change mm-hmm. their entire day just by saying something kind, just by getting out of your own head and stop worrying about your problems right. or what you have to deal with and yeah. just being in the present moment. And as you said, being kind and having gratitude for something. 
Yeah, compliments are always fun to give because you get to see people light up, especially oh, yeah. in that like that space, a retail space, or, yeah. or you know where they're getting so many people. Well, so many are, people don't feel seen, right? No, at all, not even by themselves. So yeah. that one compliment can make their year. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope that helps you. Well, let's go back to our messages, Eric. Yes, Don from Redmond says. How am I supposed to feel grateful when the people I love around me are going through loss right now? Yep. Oh, yeah, that one's hard. Doable. (laughs) (laughs) I say hold the conscious line. I say gratitude is just as infectious as happiness. And so if you can find gratitude in your own life, and maybe expressing that to others, not to say that you don't commiserate with others, right? Mm-hmm. But if you can find the gratitude in your life and, and express that and share with someone else, then maybe that will, you know, instigate them or motivate them to find something good too. Yeah. It reminds me of that story, right, where two people are, you're walking down the sidewalk and there's a hole and one person falls into the hole. And so you have a choice right there. You can either jump in to try to save them, then you're both stuck, right. or you can reach over the edge, hold your hand out, and say, I'm here for you to help you back up. Mm. I just remember hearing that years ago and going, oh, because I just kept jumping in the hole with people. Right. I was commiserating. <laughs> I was just like, oh, my God, this is terrible. You know, it was, <laughs> It's what you know. I know you look back and I'm going, oh, my gosh, I did that. Instead of going, wait a second, I get to, I get to be helpful. I don't have to jump in with you. Because that's that empathy versus sympathy. I can empathize through the pain, but then I can also hold a space differently. I was going to say it's like a space holder. It's a space holder for, oh, my God, I've been there, too. Mm-hmm. I get it. And, and also saying, I don't, I, don't, I don't know what to say as you're going through this, but I'm here for you. Yeah, yeah and I, I don't think you have to use the word gratitude either, right? Yeah. If somebody's going through something really challenging, you don't have to say, well, what are you grateful for? <laughs> right? mm-hmm. I think you can ask some questions like, are you, are you learning anything from this experience? Right? Like, have you learned anything through this? Like, what's happening for you? And as you said, it's about supporting. Mm-hmm. It's about potentially changing the mindset. It's about asking questions. Right? And so it's, I think, like I said, it's, it's getting them out of just the victim suffering mentality. Mm-hmm. Right. And trying to say, well, has anything anything come out of this it's it's good for you in, in some way shape or form and oftentimes there are mm-hmm. right even through major loss yeah there can be moments of beauty right yeah and going through what we've been going through as a collective right there were so many people that were just in that pain with everybody else and it's like well how good are we if we're in the pain versus like let me step it take a step back Mm-hmm. And then let's look at it. Look, you're just talking about from a different perspective and find some sort of learning or teaching or healing in that. Right. Yeah. So I, I like that. I, I think that that's really I like that. You don't have to say, what are you grateful for? <laughs> I mean, because you just get punched in the face. I, I like to share what happened with me and the illness I went through and how I had to go through everything that I had to repeat again mm-hmm. during this time during COVID. I had to close my business you know, I couldn't take clients. I had to quarantine because I couldn't even be around people yeah. for fear of them actually killing me with infection. Right. So I already was set up to go through this. Yeah. 
interestingly enough and ironically enough, right, not seeing the lesson at the time. But I like to share that because that that does help people. I think, as you were yeah. saying, Brenda, just offering a different perspective. Yeah, I like that. Getting people out of their head. Yeah, and I think there's a time to commiserate. Yes. Let people say what they need to say, express their emotions, support them. And then ideally, like, okay, now let's try to find a way to get out of this situation, yeah. right? Let's right. try to find a way to move forward. What are we going to do now? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. What's our next step? All right. Well, with that, we're going to take a break. But everyone stick around for more of the Conscious Coaching Hour. The passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging, but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space, compassion, and especially someone who works across the veil. Allow Sakura Sutter, multidimensional channeler and intuitive medium, to be your spiritual guide with the other side. No matter if you choose to communicate with your transitioned loved ones to help you with the grieving process, or connect with spiritual, galactic, and other light beings to explore and dive in more on your spiritual path, Sakura can assist you. Not only does Sakura channel insightful messages, but she also incorporates her metaphysical tools to help you move through blocks and unprocessed emotions and feelings, providing you with a closure, relief, and new mindset to move forward. So don't hesitate to take your first step towards healing so you can start living your life once again. Remote sessions available. Contact Sakura at sakurasutter.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A-S-U-T-T-E-R.com. Microneedling is a revolutionary treatment that can help reduce the appearance of acne scars, fine lines, pigmentation, wrinkles, even improve the appearance of stretch marks by stimulating collagen and elastin. Sakura Skin and Mind specializes in this procedure that jumpstarts your body's natural healing process. Sakura Skin and Mind believes in not only keeping the skin up to date with the latest trends in the skincare industry, but also keeping the skin beautiful, fast, pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-E-I-C-H dot com. Welcome back to Love From The Hip presents the Conscious Coaching Hour. I'm intuitive medium, spiritual coach, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I am also the host of Love From The Hip. And I'm forgiveness coach, author, and your host, Brenda Reese. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. Check us out on our new affiliate on Sundays at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on 103.5 FM KBKW. And 9 p.m. South African time on Cape Town Zone Radio 88.5 FM. All right. Well, let's go back to our messages for today, Eric. Sure. Grant from Band Organ writes in and he says, how can I feel grateful as I'm going through a divorce? 
This is like hitting home for me because I am burning all my divorce papers right now. (laughs) My daughter turned 18, so I don't need to hold on to them anymore. So chapter closing. Yeah. I will say, Grant, that even though I wanted out of my marriage, I still did not expect the level of loss that I felt over the family unit as I was going through it. But I would say that if you could try to express some sort of gratitude while you're going through it, it would actually help you and your situation a lot more. And just bring in more optimism or a space for it in the future after the divorce. What would you say, Brenda? Yeah, I would say feel the feelings right yeah. now. If you're right here going through the divorce, like, you know, you can't. Don't bypass them because that's going to bring pain. So feel the feelings and then find a simple thing every day to be grateful for. Like I said, like we've talked a little bit throughout this show about even the simple things. Like, it's a beautiful day. Uh, my be- I'm grateful for my bed. You know, I'm grateful that I know I'm going to feel better. Mm-hmm. You know, a simple thing. What would you say, Rory? I would say, yeah, feel the feelings, accept the fact that it's happening. Yeah. And then try to, instead of pointing the finger, try to use this as an opportunity to take a look at yourself, what could have gone differently, how you can show up differently in the future, Beautiful. and just focus on that. Yeah. Love it. And the gratitude may not be immediate. Right. But hold on. <laughs> hold I'm on. Sure. It, you'll get there. You will. <laughs> if you want it. All right. It's time for Sakura's Spiritual Sense. All right. Well, always having to put my two cents in. Today, I've actually (laughs) pulled a card from Oracle of Mystical Moments by Katrin Weltstein, and I've pulled the Red Garden. This card stands for gratitude, pleasure, and happiness. On this card is a woman strolling through a garden full of flowers. The sky glows with pink petals, and the ground has turned a luminescent blue. Mm. The woman finds great peace in being one with nature. During her walk down the path of life, she keeps happiness and gratitude in her heart. She notices simple pleasures of life and is thankful for all nature has given her. And really, this card encourages you to bring gratitude into your life, to become one with nature, Mm -hmm. and more so with yourself. The more thankful you are for where you are in your life, the better your path in life will get. And the more everything will, as the saying goes, come up roses. That's a perfect card. Just what we've been talking about. I love that. (laughs) And it will come up roses. We we all are a testament to that. Exactly. Brenda brings it back around. Thanks, Eric. So, you know, today we've learned that gratitude can create new pathways in our brain and trigger feel-good hormones, which can turn our frown upside down. I just (laughs) had to say that. Um, To get these feel-good hormones going in our brain, here's a couple exercises that you can try. Start and end your day with five things you are grateful for, like we've talked about today. Really feel it, though. Now, my clients have shared this exercise has really helped them with self-forgiveness, being able to get into the body and really feel things. So instead of waking up saying, I'm so tired or I never get enough sleep, You can train yourself to start your day with a gratitude list. So here's an example. What you can do is say, I'm so grateful for the super comfortable bed and blankets to keep me warm. See, you're you're lengthening it. You're not just saying, I'm grateful for my bed. I'm so grateful for this house that keeps me safe from the weather and that I'm not homeless like so many others. I'm really grateful for my health and ability to move my body. I'm very thankful for that smell of coffee and that I have Mm. food to eat. I'm so grateful for the job or business that I get to go to that pays the bills and puts food on our table. So if you do that and then you do this also at night as you close your eyes and reflect, 
You know, you can have gratitude for getting to your destination safely, for the clothes you were able to wear, for the beautiful weather, and for the car you get to drive, and the money you've earned. Then if you want to up your game, (laughs) you can take that gratitude to our favorite exercise, Sakura and I love the mirror work. And studies show that we have about 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts per day, and 80% of those are negative. We don't say nice things to ourselves in the mirror. We usually pretty, we're usually pretty critical. So let's change that. Even changing a small percentage of those thoughts makes a, di- makes a big difference. So when you get up to, like, go to the bathroom in the morning or even throughout your day, stop at that mirror and say your gratitudes or make up more of them like, hey, you are do- looking good today. <laughs> or it's a big day. You got this. Or I love you and I'm so grateful for, for, you know, my body, mind, and spirit. You get the idea. So have fun with this and see how many things you can be grateful for. And, oh, share that gratitude like we talked about by complimenting others. This can change our world. I love that. Yeah, me too. I, I like that whole piece about the, the amount of thoughts that we have and the, and the 80% of them are negative, and I totally yeah. agree with that, yeah. mm-hmm. right? And just being conscious of that, and as you mentioned, like bring more positivity into yes. your life. Yeah. Here's Rory's Reflections. Gratitude is about focusing on what's good in our lives and being thankful for the things we have. It's about pausing to notice and appreciate the things that we often take for granted, like having a place to live, food, Mm -hmm. clean water, friends and family. With gratitude, we acknowledge the goodness in our lives, and this helps us feel more positive emotions, relish good experiences, improve our health, deal with adversity, and build strong relationships. I like that. You always bring it. You know, <laughs> well, he's not bringing it back around. He's no, like no, you. Uh, no. He's I not mean. bringing it back around, but his <laughs> reflections—it's almost like a mic drop, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love that, and it's—it's—it seems so daunting at first. I would say to bring in the practice of gratitude, but again, like I said, it will feel forced, and then it will get easier. The more you do it, easier it will be. Well, yeah, because I, I was reminded recently of we have to act our way into a new way of being, mm. right? And I remember having to do that. I like remember fake having, it till you make it? Yeah, yeah, like that. But but I had a hard time with the fake it thing. So, mm-hmm. But it's like if you could act your way, just get up and do it anyway. Like get out of bed. Do that. When the alarm goes off, don't quit hitting it. Get up and out. And then find something. But if I started my day with that gratitude, it changed my thinking. So I was more able to get out of bed Mm -hmm. you know because there's a lot of people that aren't wanting to get out of bed right now and then it brought experiences and people your way that made you feel even more grateful for getting up out of bed exactly and you have to train it you have to train your brain because it's it's wired for survival right i like to look at it like an experiment right Mm. so experiment try it and if you're having a really bad day i mean try it shift your thinking see what happens right yeah. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Ooh, we should make it a challenge. <laughs> 30-day challenge. A gratitude challenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think it, it is something that we have control over. Right? We don't have control over the world. Yeah. We don't have control over even every aspect of our life. But you do have control over what you choose to focus on. How you choose to respond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, it, and as you mentioned, it can change the entire outlook of your life by changing the way that you choose to look at it. Love it. (laughs) Well, I am grateful for you both 
<laughs> I have to say, and I am grateful for our one-year anniversary. I, I cannot too. believe it's so, been a year. No, yeah. me either. Well, it looks like that's all the time we have today. So we want to thank Eric, our lovely producer, KKNW, KBKW, the Talk of Grace Harbor, Cape Town Zone Radio, and you, the listener. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share our podcast, The Conscious Coaching Hour, which you can find under Love from the Hip. That's H-Y-P. Anywhere you can find podcasts. And what are we talking about on our next show? On our next show, we'll be discussing manifestation, what it means, how it works, and how you can use it to make your dreams a reality. Ooh, sounds good. Love the show? Have a question you would like us to answer on the air? Follow us, like us, and message us on Instagram or Facebook at Love from the Hip, and that's H-Y-P. You can find me at SakuraSutter.com. You can find me at RoryReich.com. And you can find me at BrendaReeseCoaching.com. Tune in every month on Wednesdays from 2 to 3 p.m. on AM 1150 KKNW and Sundays from 12 to 1 p.m. on 103.5 FM KBKW and 9 to 10 p.m. on Cape Town's 88.5 FM for more of the Conscious Coaching Hour. Where we help you awaken your intuition and inner coach. So you can live your best life. A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-E-I-C-H dot com.